With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is Medicine Walk. And I hope everyone had a wonderful week. Oh, and for those of you who are listening on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So, as I was saying, I hope everyone had a wonderful week. I hope that uh, last week's discussion, you know, was something that kind of got you thinking about your energy and how that energy comes in, what it feels like, and that you kind of notice how some of the energy changes depending on who you're around and depending on what their emotional state is. So as promised, this week we're going to talk about actually utilizing what are some defensive measures that you can do when something has been addressed to you or something's been directed to you. Now, as I said, uh, it really is not as important to nail down who so much or you don't, knowing who does not require you to defend yourself. And while through the process and as you learn to work and you know you start managing stuff like this, you can kind of automatically start to experience an ability to sort of, you know, narrow it in and triangulate where this energy is coming from. So don't worry if it is something that, uh, oh, well, you know, I have to know who it is. Well, you know, the information would be interesting, but ultimately it does not change how you manage the energy as it's coming in. So we're just going to uh, jump right in with some basic techniques. Now, the things that you want to consider when you're creating a spell or a meditation or a mantra or, or whatever it is that you want to create to counteract what's going on, first thing you need to do is to get yourself into a good space. You cannot be in a space of fear. You cannot be in a space of anger. It it affects the work that you're trying to do because what you're trying to do is you're trying to bring in very positive energy, light energy that is going to counteract the negative energy being projected at you. So if you are in a negative or hard place and you're trying to do that type of work, uh, it can make it a lot less effective. So there is an aspect of detachment, you know, yes, you want to deal with this energy and you want to redirect it and you don't want to match it while you're trying to, uh, to fight it for lack of a better term. You know, if, if you're going up against something, you don't want to be in the same space as that energy. You want to be as opposite that energy as possible. So first you want to, you know, go into a meditation. And whatever meditation works for you, whatever it is that takes you into that calm place, you can go back and look at the episodes that we covered meditation in and, you know, kind of find one that will allow you, because the goal of the meditation is that you come into your place of peace 
and power and balance. That whatever's being directed at you is obviously something that is working against the design of the universe and you become one with the universe. So therefore, if something's coming and working against the universe, you know, that's the part of you that you bring up, your connection. And I recommend, as I usually do, that, you know, you start off with that one breathing where you breathe in for four, hold for four, and then exhale for eight. And you do this slowly, very deliberately. Breathe in for four, hold for four, and exhale for eight. And do that a few times because you don't want to be in, in an agitated state when you're doing this. You want to be in your power. So, you know, just do that a couple of times. Visualize very peaceful environments. Visualize very serene energy around you. Connect with, uh, you know, you can connect with nature. You can sit out in the sunlight and just feel yourself bathed in the sunlight, feeling that warmth. Or maybe you go out and you sit next to the ocean. Or maybe you go out to a forest. Whatever it is that allows you to connect with your power, to connect with all of creation, all of what you're connected to. And, you know, maybe for those who carry their spirituality in a more faith-based way, you know, you go into, um, go into a meditation based on whatever it is your spiritual practice is. Picture you know, that being that loves you and watches over you, just, you know, sitting there with you. And you know that when that being is there, nothing can hurt you. Nothing can impact you when you're in that space. No energy can counteract that. So once you've done that and you've gotten yourself to where, you know, you're looking at it objectively, you're looking at it from a place of non-attachment, you need to be very detached from what it is that you're dealing with. Because like I said, you don't want to match that energy and, you know, try to figure out a way to block it. You come in above that energy because that is, it's, it's a baser energy. You know, it's, you know, I, I, I hesitate to use the term lower frequency because, you know, frequencies are all on a spectrum. You can get deep, earthy you know, pulses and that frequency, it's not that it's a base one. It's just that, you know, the frequency and resonance of a stone is going to be different from that of, you know, a bird or, or something like that. You know, it's, it's got a deeper tone and a lower frequency, but it's not low frequency in the way most people use that phrase. So, um, I prefer just resonance and dissonance. So you want to be in a very resonant state with all of those things that strengthen you. So once you've done that, then what you want to do is just call in a prayer, call in a thought, call in a meditation, create the intention of what it is that you want to do. And usually you can, you can ask uh, spirit animals, you can ask whatever spiritual being that you resonate with, you know, maybe it's a saint, maybe you have personal guardians, maybe it's, you know, a, you know, 
Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, Lakshmi, um, Ganesh, remover of obstacles, whoever it is, or you can just ask for help and see who shows up, see what happens. Just sit there and say, I need help. And I call upon a spirit to come and assist me with this. And sometimes just doing that, it's interesting what comes in. It's interesting what shows up for you. But if you do have established spirits that you normally work with, then, you know, definitely, absolutely go with those. And then wait. Stay in that still balanced place. And then when, you know, you feel that sense of not being alone, there's that something has shifted, that there's something there, then just say what it is that you need. Say, I feel as though energy is being directed at me and it is interfering with my life. It is interfering with my joy. It is interfering with my balance. And I wish help for this. I am calling upon help and assistance. Um, you can just be as clear as you can about what it is that you're asking for. Now, Balance is the key phrase in this, measure for measure. This is not about, well, you know, I want that energy to go back and I want it to hurt them when it goes back. I mean, you can ask for that and it disrupts because the reason is that it puts you into that energetic of an attack. This is about defense. And what you're asking for is that you can ask for, <clears throat> excuse me, you can ask for that energy to be just bounced back in equal measure. It is returned, it is to be returned to the one who originated it. And, you know, this is not done in a place of anger. It's just done, it's like, you know what? This is not something I want to accept. This is not something that belongs in my field. This is not something that helps me feel connected. Therefore, it is being returned to the one who sent it to me in exactly the same way that it was sent. And by keeping that thought in your mind, by keeping that intention of, no, this is, this is not about, you know, going back and paying back with interest. There is no interest. Measure for measure, balancing, because what you're doing is you're rebalancing the scales. You know, if, if you're in a situation where somebody's sending energy at you and, you know, it's weighing you down, you send an equal and opposite energetic back. And that is the best way to go into that place of balance. And, you know, there is no karma for just refusing something that someone's giving you. And to say, nope, send it back. Now, you can also ask that whatever, whatever energy is coming in be transmuted to something positive in your life. And, you know, most people don't consider this, that when someone sends energy, whether however it's flavored, whether it's, it's helpful energy or hurtful energy, bottom line, it's energy. And bottom line if you strip away, you know, the, the yuck that's on it, you end up with energy that is accessible and available for use. So you can also ask that as that energy comes to you, it is transformed 
and transmuted into something that's positive. Anything that is negative or hurtful is stripped or removed from it so that the purity of that energy, which is also a part of the universe, be able to be used by you to be able to, maybe it helps your healing work. Maybe it helps the work you're doing with somebody else, or maybe it just is transmuted into something that serves you into the light side of whatever it is, into something that is going to enrich your life, something that is going to enable you to move forward. So, yeah. And like I said, most people don't consider this. It's like, oh, you know, energy coming in and it's bad and there's an intention. Once the intention is removed from it, it's energy that can be used. Um, I have often, you know, utilized energy that, you know, in the form that it comes into my field, you know, maybe not so great. And it can be cleaned. It can be cleared because it is energy. It can have the intention removed from it. And then it's available for you to use, which I cannot imagine a a worse consequence for someone who is directing negative energy at you to have it transformed into something that helps you and knowing they were the one that sent it to you. It's like, wow, yeah, this gift, you know, not so great, but I polished it up and now it's perfect. Thank you so much for sending that. So, you know, those are like the two basic, you know, ways of initiating dealing with that. You go into your space, go into your meditation, clear yourself, set your intention, and then you make your, you know, you call in your help because, you know, these sorts of things, they are best done with help to match energy for energy. And then you either ask for it to be sent back or you ask for it to be transformed. So when you're uh, doing something like this, now, this sort of thing can be done with a ceremony or a ritual added to it. And people have different sort of descriptions of those two terms. The way that I use them or the way that I define them is a ritual is something that is very specific, that it's done in a particular way, and that um, you would repeat that over and over again every time you do it, and that there's a power in that, that rigidness because it makes it more solid. Now, ceremony for me is more free form. Ceremony is much more organic. Ceremony goes to what it is you want the final outcome to be. And then, you know, it forms with whatever it is that, you know, however it is that, you know, it channels through you or it comes to you to do it. Maybe, um, maybe you start off in one circumstance, you start off smudging with sage, but then maybe in another circumstance, it's like, no, I, I need to start this off with some copal. So there's a lot more um, latitude in a ceremony as opposed to a ritual. You can create a protection, either ceremony or ritual. It can be as complex as you would like it, or it can be actually very simple. 
uh, when we talked about clearing spaces and you can go back to the videos that featured that. We talked about the use of a mirror and a candle and okay, hold on. Sorry about that. I'll make that sure. Anyway, of using a mirror and taking a candle and you put it uh, behind the mirror and then you would get like a glass for water and you would put that on the mirror. So if you have a glass and you fill it about halfway with water, place it on the mirror and put that somewhere. And what that does is that can clear a room and that can also help you to deal with uh, if somebody's putting energy in and they're sending energy to you, what that will do, and especially if you light a candle and set it behind the mirror and then you've got your glass on top of it, then you can, um, you'll be able to have that be a trap for that energy. Because what it does is the mirror reflects, the light attracts, and the water entraps. So what happens is, is the energy is going to be drawn to its polar opposite. So it's drawn to light. But when it comes into the field of the mirror, the mirror catches it and moves it up into the water and the water traps it there. So that is something that you can uh, you can be able to work with just to have in your home or in your room or in your space and you just leave it there for three days now you may or may not feel comfortable you know leaving now these candles with the glass as we've talked before these candles are designed that if they tip over the wax will actually put the candle out but if you you know don't feel very comfortable with that, then you can still do this by just using the water in the mirror. And you can place that on your nightstand next to your bed. You can be able to, um, if you have like, uh, let's say if you have a fireplace or you have a space that, you know, you can take like a, a, like maybe a cookie sheet or something and set the candle on that. So if it does fall over, it stays, you know, limited. But uh, optimally, it's a situation where you would leave it up for three days. And what that does is that that takes those elements of that negative energy coming at you out of your field. Uh, you can also use fresh cut flowers to help take that, you know, clear that energy around you. And I mean, some people feel differently about the use of cut flowers. Some say it's like, well, but you're killing the flower. That's why you always ask the flower if it's okay. Say, you know, I need you to help clear this energy and I'm asking for your help. I'm asking for this sacrifice on your part. And, you know, and you appreciate it. You appreciate what they do and it will, you know, help clear that. So, you know, if you have an issue with that, I would not use a live plant. You know, I have a lot of live plants in my office and they help me with healing works, but it's not their job to draw energy into themselves. 
because a live plant, you know, that's very hard on them. And so I prefer using fresh cut plants where I have talked to them. I mean, you can even go to a grocery store and you can speak to the, you know, plants there. I mean, you know, you can do it kind of mentally because, you know, saying they're talking to cut plants in a store can get you some weird looks. But, and you can just extend your energy and extend the request and you'll notice that you kind of get pulled to a particular bouquet that's sitting there that's saying, yep, that's what, that's what I want to do. Plus, when you get them from the store, that allows that plant, those cut flowers, to have a very special meaning as they leave this world, you know, for that they will be doing it as an act of love and they're involved in an act of love, which ultimately any clearing, any protection, that's exactly what that is. It's an act of love. You are pulling up love to defend against what is not love. You are bringing your divinity. You're bringing your connection to the universe and defending something that is not in alignment with the universe. And that makes it a lot easier. If you have somebody who is empathic and that's the doorway that they're doing it, that they're connecting to something inside of you and wanting to corrupt it or twist it or turn it into something that it's not. Well, then it is, it's still energetic, but it's different. It's more personal. And in some ways, for those who don't understand empathy or empathy being projected, that can be a very difficult thing to deal with. Once you understand that it's still energetic, but it's a direct manipulation. They're trying to manipulate your sense of reality and what you feel. So it's almost like somebody is really casting an illusion at you as opposed to straight negative energy. They're creating an illusion. And in that, it's very easy to defend when you understand. It's like, oh, okay, someone's trying to, you know, gaslight me. They're trying to warp my sense of what my reality is to make me feel bad about myself or feel bad or distrustful. And in that case, it's just acknowledging your own empathy. What am I feeling? Where is it that I'm, that this is getting in? What inside of me is responding to that? Because you can't have that come in and it's going to try to find something to latch on to. And like we talked about last week, that type of energy needs to latch on to your shadow. It's not, it cannot latch on to your light. It cannot warp your light. It cannot change your light, but it will go after your shadow and try to increase its influence in you. So with that, it's just about, you know, it's also about meditation. It's also about prayer or intention, setting an intention. It's about recognizing why am I feeling bad about myself or why am I suddenly feeling distrustful? Why am I suddenly feeling like I can't or that I'm disempowered? And, you know, there's every chance that it's somebody who knows how to direct empathy is trying to do that to you. And often they'll kind of give themselves away because you'll notice, you know, maybe somebody's like, hey, hi, so how are you? I know you're having a lot of trouble lately. And while that could be an innocent statement, Feel what it is that they're directing at you. 
feel what it is that you that the thoughts and emotions that come to you do you you know if somebody comes up and says that and you automatically feel like stepping back or you're not sure about them a lot of times that's usually a very clear sign that that's somebody who is trying to direct energy trying to to create an illusion within you so whether or not the energy is sorry whether or not the energy is uh, hold on all right and sometimes weird things happen so we're going to cut that out okay sometimes energy happens things happen and you know it's just meant to bring you more into focus but if you're dealing with something that is being projected at you, go into your meditation and calm yourself down. They can't really hurt you. They can't, they can, it, it's almost like the energy can trick you into hurting yourself, but they can't really damage you. They can only, and they can, their ability to influence you is only as much as the power you give to it. If you come into it with fear, then that's going to feed into what's going against you. So that's why you come in and you come into that place of calm, that place of quiet. And then you go into, you know, calling in your guardians, calling in your support. Ask whoever it is you would like to. Then when you got that being, that consciousness, that spirit there, say what you need say what you want you know it's not about payback it's not about them hurting it's about either this goes back where it came from measure for measure in the exact same way with the exact same intensity that you are just refusing it and it has to go back where it came from or that that energy be transformed and transmuted to be stripped of the intention that was placed on that energy so that you can put a new intention into it. And again, if it's empathic, then understand that it's an illusion. It's a, it's a lie that someone is trying to sell to you in order to disempower you. And therefore, you go into your place of strength. You go into your power and say, no, that is not my reality. I will not let that be my reality. And I will not allow it in my field. So these are some basic ways, you know, that are available to everyone. You can, you know, and like I said, if you want to create a ritual or a, a ceremony around it, Go with what calls, you know, if, if something says, okay, you need to set this intention under a full moon or maybe under a new moon that, uh, you need, you should be in a certain place or that certain flowers or certain aromatics be used that you're going to, you know, burn cedar or sage, you know, sage is for clearing out a space in, in the traditions that I've learned them, you know, understand that there's a lot of different ways as I've learned it. Sage is for clearing and cedar is burned to bring back in balance, to restore, to correct something that is not in alignment with the universe. 
So, you know, maybe you start off by burning some sage, you set your intention, and then you burn the cedar. And you accept the blessing of that, as that restores balance into your system. So, uh, these are some things that you can do, that anybody can do. If you have more questions about them, then please feel free to ask. Uh, I am in the chat room, and I usually uh, will stay on in there right up until the end. So if you have a question that you want to put in, then great. Now that's only for the premiere. And for those of you who are on Blog Talk Radio, uh, why don't you just go to the comment section and then you can put your comments or questions in. If you have any other comments or if you, if you have a specific situation that you would like some advice on, then uh, please feel free to contact me. You can message me through my Facebook page, the Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. You can contact me through Twitter and you can also leave a comment here. And I do check the comments, so I will respond to it. And if you have, uh, you know, something that you would like me to cover in one of the topics during the rest of the year, each month we've got a different topic. So if you have a topic that you would like me to cover, leave that in the comments as well. So that's it for today. Uh, thank you for joining me. I hope that this was helpful. And if you need to reach me, like I said, there's links in the description for you to be able to reach me. And if you would like to support this channel, please press the like button and subscribe. And make sure that you hit the bell so that you receive notifications as to when this, uh, when the episodes are coming up. Also, if you would like to support me at a bigger level so that I can get, you know, better cameras and more editing equipment and things like that, then you can go to my Patreon account and for as little as $2 a month, you can become a patron of this channel. So thank you again for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and class dismissed. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.